What is up, guys? Welcome to the 10th episode of The Random Show. We are on our 10th episode. That's kind of a landmark, don't you think so, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Ten, ten, like, it's 10 weeks. That's that's a long time. We've been on this for a long time. Like 10 weeks is like two and a half months. Yeah. And like, well, actually, we took a, we took a break one week. So that's technically 11. So yeah, we've been at this for a pretty long time. So uh, thank you to our faithful listeners. To you guys who've always been tuning into our episodes, I think we have a pretty good um, episode plan for y'all. Um, but also, make sure to go check out our socials. It's at the Random Show 2020 on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for all of you older peoples. Older peoples. <laughs> all right, um, let's jump right into the episode. I know you have done some research already on this, Matthew. You want to kick us off? Yeah, so I think it's pretty fair to say that a lot of people watch Netflix hmm. because of just it's Netflix. Fact. It's Netflix. Yeah, everyone has. But Netflix, have you ever found yourself in the situation where you don't know what to watch, Bobby? Um, yeah. Um, the second like you finish binging a show on Netflix, you just like finish that show that you were watching. You have that moment of sadness where you have no idea what to watch. You're like, oh, I just finished this amazing, great show. I'm gonna say terrible, um, amazing show, and then you're just left with this emptiness. You're like, what am I? Well, what am I gonna watch now? The next solution. night, after you've been so used to watching shows over and over again, what do you watch next? And Netflix has helped you with a personalized future. Matt, you want to go into further detail? Yes, we... Uh, well, ne- Netflix but has come up with a feature that they are currently testing, but it looks like it's... Maybe we are Netflix. Like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we are Netflix. But it looks like this feature is actually going to be approved, and it is called the Shuffle Play button. So, this is kind of self-explanatory. Whenever you click on this button, it shuffles any TV series or any... Or any specific movies and it just helps you choose what you want to play and it uses your like like your, yeah your past watch history to determine which show netflix thinks you would like the most and it uses that data to um narrow it down to one tv show that netflix thinks you will enjoy yeah so how will you get to this button it's very simple when you are on the netflix home screen and you go to the to the place where you go to search, um, and where you see, yeah where you see search home, latest TV shows, movies, my list. Right under home, there will be a button that says play something. It looks just like the shuffle thing on literally anything that you can shuffle anything on, yeah. and that is how you will be able to access this cool feature. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what expi- what inspired this, but this is definitely. Something that I think def- Netflix needs, and this might help Netflix get its foot in the door with, like, with Disney Plus and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I say yeah, it's cool. Like, they take your uh, personalized, they personalize. Uh, what's the word? Uh, they recommend you something, and I think that is cool. Because the second you're like bored, you don't know what to watch. You've been looking at just genres instead of like personalized um, stuff. All you have to do is press play something if you're stuck. And I want to say it could be a hit or miss, but. If you watch a lot of Netflix and you have like a preference or a specific genre or type of movie or show that you generally will watch, um, then that play something should hopefully play a show that they think you should enjoy. Uh, so yeah, I think that's pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, this is definitely something that could really help out a lot of people. I mean, especially o- older people who, I mean, just can't be scrolling through Netflix for two hours trying to find a good show. Yeah. And so this is definitely a cool feature that Netflix has added. And I'm excited to see what it's going to bring. So, yeah, next time you're on one of those Saturday mornings where you just bored and you want to watch some Netflix, and instead of spending the entire morning looking for a show, which I have done many times, um, you should just be able to press the shuffle button and you should find something pretty interesting that they have found for you. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, all right, so. All right, wait. Um, I'll, I'll wait. If we're switching on, I'll do, I'll say one more thing. Um, okay. But, like, I, I have, like, searched for a really long time and finally found a show. Take me a while, even if it was, like, an older show, I'd finally find something that I think I was interested in. And it's cool that to see that now I won't have to do all that searching and Netflix will be able to do that searching for you. So just kind of like a summary to wrap everything. We just yeah, this button would definitely change Bobby's life for the good. Sure. All right. So now we're moving on to our next subject. And this might be kind of cool to some people. And this might be kind of sketchy for some other people. But we're going to be talking about the one and only Elon Musk. And Bobby, yes, you want to take this? I will kick us off. So a lot of you guys might have already heard, but Elon Musk has um, talked about a brain chip that will allow people to hear nearly impossible sounds and let them to control technology with their mind, or like play, like it'll allow you to play music just from your brain. It's pretty cool and pretty creepy at the same time. So let me go into some detail real quick. So. Elon Musk mysterious new how do I say this? Uh, Neuralink. Neuralink. Neuralink is starting up working on a brain computer interface that allow wearers to stream music directly to their brain. The technology interrupter has claimed Mr. Musk, who has who also heads SpaceX and Tesla, is set, is set to reveal new information about the mysterious startup next month, but has been slowly um, releasing details over Twitter in recent days. So this was on. This was about 29 days ago. Yeah, exactly, 29 days ago. Um, so we should be hearing information pretty soon. So yeah, uh, they said within the next month and in two days, and that'll be exactly a month. So, um, and a little bit of background on Neuralink, it was actually founded in 2016. So mm-hmm. this is not a brand new company. And obviously they yeah. spent the last four years developing this um, tech and I mean, technically, this thing threads hooks through the human brain, and it kind of connects it to a computer. And, I mean, this could... I mean, this is obviously really cool technology, the fact that you have a chip in your brain, but would this be good? And will this be similar to laser eye surgery? But, I mean, we'll just have to wait till more information on this is released, but... Yeah, which should be in, like, hopefully soon. Um, it looks, I want to say that there's the audio inside of the mainframe that will be in your head. It's, it'll be very small. It's like not that like, they're doing the surgery for a giant chip in your head. Um, it looks that um, it will just be, like, it'll have, like, a little audio thing on one's under your ear. And then on the inside, there will be the actual chip that's, like, the connection with Bluetooth or whatever type of technology he's okay, using. Okay, so I'm actually just reading this. And in 2019, Elon Musk said that they're working on 
um, what is essentially a sewing machine. Sewing. Sewing machine. Yeah. And it's gonna essentially sew direct a direct connection between the computer and the chip into your brain. So I guess it uses what could be a part, a piece of your brain that is chill with getting poked with a needle, and mm. it's just gonna thread this connection into your brain, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's cool, but like, is it though? I mean, like, it's kind of creepy. Is he only using this chip to play music, or is he like tracking uh, our every movement and thought? Man, mm-hmm. okay, it's a conspiracist. Um, like always. What? Um, anyways, like I'd say that it is like it's it's kind of creepy. Like it's cool and creepy at the same time because it's cool that you can effortlessly play music into a little speaker right next to your ear with a chip inside your brain. But it's also creepy because there's a chip inside your brain. Like what happens if someone hacks that chip and just starts playing like heavy metal? Like not that that's a bad thing, but like <laughs> someone hacks your brain, and starts playing almost the train ear rape, like. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really, it's, like, kind of weird, because, um, well, another interesting thing about this is that it's not going to be put in by a doctor, but there's actually going to be, like, a neurological surgical robot, so, like, Bobby, what do you think about that? Yeah. Right now we're playing more, no, yeah, um, I guess, like, so you don't have to pay someone to do it for you. Oh, do you have to pay the robot? No, you have to pay a robot. They don't... The robots, they don't need any definition of pay. They're, they're designed to do things that people are paid for, so you don't have to pay people. And so the work will be more efficient. There won't be mistakes. Actually, robots can have mistakes. Unless... Bum, bum. The random shows conspiracies. I don't even know if that's a conspiracy. Alright, whatever. Um, Is it a conspiracy? I don't know. We'll never know. I don't even know anymore. But yeah, Neural, Neuralink, it's a company, another company by Elon Musk of his many trio that can be stitched into your brain and play music and it's stitched into your brain. Alright, next subject. <laughs> Matt. Alright, so th- this next one is actually pretty interesting because recently we've been talking a lot about how companies are really thriving, especially during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And Apple is no exception to this. That is for sure. Odd thing. Odd thingy. Pandemic. So, pandemic story. Yeah, pandemic. Um, so um, just about two years ago, Wall Street investors, they pushed Apple to a $1 trillion market capitalization and this made Apple the most valuable tech company in the world. Um, and so even right now in the face of COVID-19 pandemic, the market says Apple is worth twice as much. So um, on August 19th, Apple's stocks hit $4,067.55 no, a share. 55 cents a, a share. single share. That's like... Like, a lot of you guys might not know stocks, but, like, normally, like, a share is just, like, a little teensy bit of the thing that's only, like, $2. But, like, with Apple, $467 because it's, like, the most expensive $2 trillion. That's just how it shows you how much more, like, money that company has. Like, that's a lot of, for a stock, for just a single share, $467 is a lot. And that's just proving how rich they are now. 
and that's just for one share and app and there are 4.3 million shares outstanding right now and that puts apple at like two trillion dollars now that's like a big wallet right there and so when so basically when you're looking at this information you can even go google a chart of apple's um stocks it's like peaking right now it's really high um even at this time and even within the past few days it has been really going up yeah even like back to our first ever episode where we talked about the iphone se and 12 um through coronavirus even though like corona still happened like a lot of people have been getting iphones um through either online or i guess at&t stores are open um they have been like they have been still selling a lot. A lot of Samsung like owners have been switching over to SE because it's such a good phone. Um, tons of people are getting the SE because it's a really, really good phone because it has the power of an 11 and the size of an 8. Um, and like this has been selling like crazy. And that's just proving because last year, or no, not last year, two years ago, Apple was a trillion dollar. Two years later, they're two trillion dollars. That's a trillion dollars for a company in two years. That took them 20 years the first time around. Like, dang. That's a lot. Like, that's insane, guys. The most expensive, or like the most, not, not now. I always say that for Apple, but I guess it's proven now. The most, like, money a tech company has ever, and probably, or probably not will ever, but as of right now, this is insane, guys. Two trillion dollars. I mean, that's like, when you're really looking at it, of how much money this really is, and how many packets of Oreos you can buy with two trillion dollars? Oh, he loves his Oreos. I mean, I mean, that's like a couple thousand what the- mansions full of Oreos oh, right there. I was about to say, um, you better not be saying a couple thousand Oreos because that can buy you like, um, how many Oreos are in each box? Let's say an Oreo box is. Three dollars. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Google it. Google it. All right, yeah, we're googling it right now, guys. So it's seven trillion three hundred and forty billion Oreos. Dang. If you had three, if you had two trillion dollars, I mean, that's a good investment, right that's there. That's a lot of Oreos, and that was a very good money trail, if I would say so myself. We figured out how many Oreos Apple could buy with all of their money. May, may. I mean, uh, Apple would be bankrupt. They would be bankrupt, but they would give the world it would be Oreos. So Every single person on the world would get an Oreo. World hunger would stop. Yeah. What? <laughs> because of my decision. Because you're just kidding. kidding. Conspiracist Matthew. Bum-bum. Oh, dang. We've been shredding for time. All right. Um, let's get on to our next uh, one, Matthew. Okay. So, um, our next subject is actually really cool. Um, because a lot of people are starting to buy Teslas now, um, especially in California, you know, L.A., all the famous people, rich people, many Teslas. Mm-hmm. And so um, a few weeks ago, some Tesla owners in California were asked to charge their car less. Um, so essentially, you can charge your Tesla at home or at a supercharger or anywhere else. But um, right now, there is a an extreme heat wave, um, mostly in California at the moment. But in order to help conserve energy during this big heat wave, Tesla asked some of its owners, or actually all of its owners, to try to, you know, charge their car less. And um, so most- 
and then like don't I they mean, have like a specific hours too between that like like they have like a five hour gap from like four to nine p.m. that they want you just to charge your Tesla. Yeah, hmm. I mean also some residents of the California area were asked to avoid using appliances between three p.m. and ten p.m., which is dinner time really. That's like, kind of sad. That's so, an RIP. That's like when you in between three to ten is when you want to go digging around the fridge, like for that is very true. This is this is definitely very. It's it's interesting, but this is the exact message that was given out. Um, the current heat wave is impacting the grid in California. If possible, we ask that you reduce supercharging and home charging between the hours of four p.m. and nine p.m. to support the statewide efforts to manage demand. Additionally, proactive utility shutoffs may limit charging options. As always, your touchscreen will display live statuses of superchargers in your area. Simply tap on a desired supercharger station to confirm it's available. So obviously some superchargers might be closed, some might be opened, but the technology in a Tesla will definitely help you determine that. And yeah, like like the, the, the message you just read off are all on like, are all, are all are on all tesla screens so then you be able to boot up your car and like you need to charge it it'll pop with up with that little thing so and uh, we got this picture from the verge the picture, the picture thank you verge thank you very much you, respects right. to you respect to you cnet whatever else we're using okay um let us get on to our second to last subject um these are called ele- um most of you guys I almost said Alexa Alexa on the go glasses which are called Echo Frames um I actually I think I might have heard a little bit about this before I started like like, doing research for this episode but it's actually way cooler now that I've actually looked at it but we're just gonna be talking about the pros and cons about um Amazon's spectacles which are like um they were actually going for 250 bucks so that's just pretty expensive um, I wonder for if glasses. I wonder if they're prescription. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Let's get right into it, Matt. All right. Um, Amazon Echo's frames drew plenty of attention when they were announced last year. Among um, the company's Alexa-powered blitz of new products, unlike Google's ill-fated Glass RAP or Snapchat Spectacles, I did not know they had that. Uh, Amazon's $250 specs discounted to $180 as part of its invite-only day one edition pre-launch looks largely like regular glasses. They also lack cameras, outward-facing lights, or a heads-up display. Instead of the big appeal is the support for Alexa, which the frames can summon anywhere, this essentially frees Alexa from the limitations of a home speaker or an app on your phone. But in practice, the day one edition of Amazon Echo's frames is very much a beta product. If Amazon wants to truly lead smart glasses, it needs to make big improvements on the frame's sound quality build and performance otherwise the the risk of joining the tech graveyard with glass spectacles and the rest of them so um i mean this is a really cool idea and i know this has been done before i've seen people have things like this in the past but i mean almost everything that has been done that is like this has ended up in the dumps i mean so i don't have very high hopes for this yeah personally Um, like, they do look nice. It says here that they feel cheap, that they look nice, which can be explained because they're not glasses. They're supposed to be a piece of technology. I actually do know at, like, our local Target, they actually had these, um, 
blue like glasses with bluetooth speakers that actually i'm pretty sure did perfect the audio because it felt like you were wearing headphones when you weren't because it had little speakers right up next to the ear and i definitely think um these sunglasses could take pointers 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 from that um like you know putting the speaker in the right place giving it more like actual nice feel because i know those glasses at target were only like 60 bucks and it like all you have to do is put on sunglasses and connect your phone and it felt like you were wearing headphones because that's right where the speaker was it was really cool um so yeah they just really need to perfect the like speaker and the alexa and like controls um and maybe maybe just maybe um it won't hopefully get in the dump with all the rest of them um but something is like it doesn't have um like a screen i'm pretty sure it's really just the audio of alexa so you can just be walking around through classes and be like hey alexa play the song or hey alexa open the garage door turn down the lights um i get what they were going for um it is a good idea and i think that it just needs some improvements what do you think matt i mean i think you make really good points mm-hmm. um- one of the things that I think is very good about these glasses is the battery life and controls. You can charge it. Um, it's a magnetic charger, so there is a cable, but it attaches magnetically. Um, it takes about 75 minutes um, to get to full charge. And some of the testing that was done um, by CNET.com says it took about half an hour to get back to 60%. But... Um, Amazon does say that a full charge takes 75 minutes. Obviously, this depends on how much you've worn and used your glasses. But um, one charge should last about six hours and 40 minutes, yeah. which is not bad at all. And they, yeah, they, they look, look like, pretty they good. They look like real authentic glasses. Um, and they have like a little blue light shine whenever you say Alexa on the glasses. And it looks cool. It's a good idea. They just need to improve some things, maybe uh, lessen down the price. Because as I said, there were some other ones that were like better than this that are going for 60 bucks they just didn't have alexa built in so hopefully they'll fix the price fix the glasses and these will be getting on the road soon um so yeah yeah so now we're going to be moving on to our final um topic of the day so this is one that has actually Mm -hmm. happened very recently it's something that has impacted a lot of people especially especially (laughs) yeah (laughs) especially apple um that we just talked about having like seven trillion dollars worth of oreos but um Uh yeah um but essentially what happened is epic games which is the manufacturer of fortnite and app of fortnite and other very cool games like that they recently made a 1980 fortnite trailer um, as kind of like a ripoff to one of Apple's old kind of cringy trailers. And um, essentially, that made Apple kind of mad. The fact that they're exposing a trailer like this, making it look bad. And so what does Apple decide to do? The only sensible thing. Remove Fortnite from there's Apple's a bit, There's a little bit beef going on so, with just them making fun of their commercial. So essentially, what happened was Apple, or I mean not Apple, Epic Games called um, Apple a monopoly and did not like how they were handling things with the app uh, pretty currently. Um, 
just because I don't know they had some sort of disagreements that might not be released to public. They might be, but they Epic Games mainly called it a monopoly and um, is suing them. Um, which, is, which is now suing them because they removed it because they called it a monopoly and made that spoof uh, trailer. And then now Epic is suing Apple because they removed it because of that commercial. So you see where it's going. Uh, it's a it's kind of ju- it's kind of just Epic Games and Apple throwing punches at each other, uh, damaging yeah. games and stuff like that. I mean, obviously nothing has actually happened. Um, none of well, nothing really terrible has gone down yet. But when you, devices. it's not. I mean, it's yes. It's it's. No is that really terrible? As of right now, you cannot download it from the App Store unless you have already purchased it. I know that I actually deleted it off my phone today, not because of Apple or Epic or anything. It's just because it was taking up so much storage, which takes up like 10 gigabytes. Um, they, it is no longer on the App Store because of that. And so I guess you can say that's kind of a big deal. Because I know like a lot of people on like Samsungs who like took playing Fortnite like on the go seriously or can like would switch to Apple. I'm not, yeah, switch to Apple just so they could play Fortnite. Like I know one of my friends is going to do that. Um, just because it's easy, it was easier on Apple, and Apple was the first place um, that Epic came to. It was like a year before you came to Android or other devices, and that was like their first home. And then now they have this rivalry, and now they took it off of the App Store, and now they're suing, and now much stuff is going on. So, yeah, but you don't know what else is crazy. People are actually selling iPhones that have Fortnite installed yeah. on them. And you can actually go on eBay. You can go on eBay and search up an iPhone with Fortnite installed. And the price for this yeah, is like, like $5,000. Yeah, an this person like that has Fortnite for like on it. $5,000 or not sold. I don't know if they sold it. I'm going to look up eBay and see if they've been sold. But they're like the top price was like up to $10,000. I'm just looking over here. Just before I even read this article, I just deleted Fortnite off of my phone just because it's taking up storage. I'm pretty sure like you can still reinstall Fortnite if you already had it on your phone. Um just if you if had, you've on had it on your phone all previously. you can do is go to your Apple ID and press purchased and search it up. Um but if you never had it and you want Fortnite and you have thousands of dollars, go to eBay right now bro. No, I'm kidding. Um don't do that. It's sketchy. Okay. Here are some of the prices you can get an iPhone X with only Fortnite on it um, for $2,000. Everything's about $2,000. There's $4,000. Highest right now seems to be $6,000. Oh, we're looking at $7,000. You, you could legit just get sent a box. Oh, there we have it. I think the highest one, um, the highest bid to get an iPhone oh with Fortnite on it is about wow. $9,000. So if you have $9,000 to just waste, you can go buy an iPhone oh that has gosh, Fortnite so on it. Many. I just searched up. This is hilarious, guys. Um, let me search. Price, highest first. All right, I just searched iPhone and Fortnite. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh my gosh, Matthew. Oh my gosh. Okay, this one is an iPhone 7. It's not even like an iPhone 11 Pro, which this one is an iPhone 11 Pro. Uh, it's legit. An iPhone 7 with an iPhone 7 unlocked with Fortnite installed for $15,000 and $4 of shipping. What? Bro. 
that's like fifteen thousand four dollars for an iPhone for a not yeah, not like even up to date iPhone. That has it's Fortnite terrible on it. condition. It has like cracks all on the screen. People no, could actually screen, buy that, but it's still like it's not in good condition, and it's just photos of Fortnite. It's just like Epic Games on the iPhone. You should come get the iPhone with for fifteen thousand dollars. It is a very good condition, and yes. I mean, so this is definitely crazy that people are spending this money on a phone with a game on it. $15,000. Oh, wait, $20,000? Buy now? Oh, my gosh. $20,000? Buy now. Don't Don't fall for this, this, guys. This is probably not real. It could easily just be... Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Like, a lot of this, like, this could just be people trolling you sending you a box or just trying to sell their phone for $8,000. Most of these say zero bids. Read this one iPhone 11 with Fortnite, open parentheses, deleted game, 35 skins, and 1800 V Bucks, ATT, and Cricket. And it says, it was, wait, brand new ATT. Wait, why does it say it was buy ATT? It's weird. I, I mean, but. Imagine people are out here spending like thousands of dollars on a phone with Fortnite on it, and then like Fortnite comes back the day after they spend ten thousand dollars on this. I mean, that would be so terrible. Fortnite installed for two hundred dollars. That's like normal. You could probably get an iPhone 6s for two hundred bucks normally like that. I guess that's normal. Uh, I need to find if there's bids on these. There's no way there can be bids. I mean, I guess, I guess this kind of proves the fact that people really want Fortnite. They're willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars on the phone. I found all the ones with bids on them. I listen, four thousand three hundred dollars, two bids, four twenty shipping. Can I get it? But no, like, who? Right, who bid on a phone for four thousand three hundred dollars? And then someone bid on one for two thousand five hundred dollars. Someone bid on one for one thousand dollars, and they're iPhone eights. They're not even like insane phones. They're just normal phones that you can get for way cheaper. Oh my god, this is making me angry. These kids are dumb. I mean, what? These kids are dumb. All right, I think I think um that's it for that segment. I think it just about wraps it up for this episode. <gasps> I hope you enjoyed Bob raging over the spending money wait, wait. on Fortnite. Like I want to say, I wait. Oh, so used, there's a used iPhone SE 2020 with Fortnite for 357 bucks. That's actually, that actually might be a decent price. But it doesn't show the phone. All it does is show Fortnite. It doesn't even show the phone. That's probably a scam. Okay. okay. So thank you guys so much for watching. Watching? Um, this is a podcast. Make sure to follow us. Video. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go follow us on our sure. socials. It is at The Random Show 2020 on, on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. See you guys later. Thank you guys for watching. Bye.